0: Welcome to this week's episode of the Unstoppable Force Podcast. I'm Guy. And I'm Rob. And this is our 19th episode. Yeah,
1: And if you've been following the podcast, you'd know that um, that's the same number as the last two numbers
0: (laughs) in our year. (laughs) Quite observant. Mm -hmm. Unless you're listening to this in 2020.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, this did not think ahead Mm -hmm. on that one. (laughs) Now, anytime anybody listens mm-hmm. to this, it, they're going to be brought out. It's going to be, like, unimmersive. They're gonna forget. I really
0: want, like, a time traveler to be in, like, 2018 listening to this one. hmm And, like, well, no, it's not the right year.
1: <laughs> How'd you do it's that? It's like, what year am I again? Oh, man. I'm getting lost. Right. Um, But, yeah, welcome back. This, uh, this week, we're going to be talking about
0: uh, streaming services. Yeah, with, like, TV, movies, like, Netflix. Mm-hmm. And kind of the concern with uh, exclusives on these uh, streaming services because with more services coming out, that it would seem like there's more options even to be better, right, for the right. consumer. But if, like, the big thing coming out is Disney and if they just take all their Marvel Star Wars stuff, now it's only one spot and now you can't get it anywhere else. You're forced to buy their, pay for their service.
1: Yeah, there's this there's this kind of growing um like because the entire streaming space is growing, yeah, each company who has these um intellectual properties essentially that uh they were just licensing out to companies like um Netflix hmm. or Prime or Hulu, uh they're realizing that if they make their own streaming platforms, if they have enough content to fill them, that they can make more money doing that than licensing these things out for like whatever the fees that yeah. Netflix plays. Um But the thing is every time a new one is created, it sucks content out of all of the existing ones.
0: Yeah. And it it yeah, it just yeah, it basically makes them worse. And like even even before this, it was a problem with like do trauma for example would be there'd be on netflix for a while and then like the last like three seasons are taken off and put somewhere else or or like kept there and then the first few seasons because they're owned by one's owned by fox the other one's like comedy central so then they, they get moved around so then you're already like in that sense screwed so mm-hmm. if we're gonna move forward now we gotta buy all the different services
1: yeah there's just like another service to buy another service to buy and it's like you know Disney, you're gonna come out with this great what was it, like 13.9 or like 12.99 mm-hmm. plan or something where yeah. you get like Hulu, Disney, um, and I think uh, it's like all of Disney Plus and then yeah. Hulu with ads. Yeah. And it's like for only 13.99 or 12.99 yeah. or something. Yeah. And it's like the same price as Netflix, I guess. Isn't I Netflix. think at this
0: point they kind of. wrote... I think it's like 12. Yeah. Just because they were like. like
1: Hey, guys, we're going to add an extra dollar into yeah, this. Know. You know, yeah, maybe a few Well, Netflix leave, has been but...
0: going up and they've been getting screwed by that. Every yeah. time they increase their price, they lose a bunch of people.
1: They actually recently, um, when they did their earnings report and uh, they had to, like, release the numbers of their um number of people who are subscribed, they for the first time ever had, like, a loss of subscribers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that this is not – the beginning of the end in any or sorry, this is the <laughs> beginning of the end, in that it's not going to just stick to you know forty or it's not mm-hmm. a fluke. It it's going to continue to happen.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with that. um Like I, there's some a lot of people that say that um they'll move just like only by the Disney one because then they have all the kids. Like you can grab all the kids because Netflix has Netflix, you know, kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then Disney, the whole well, things practically for kids, not entirely, obviously. Well, they're they're gonna
1: hardcore be coming out with way more yeah. content now that yeah. they have the platform to mm. to sell everything on. Yeah, yeah. And I honestly like, I would not be surprised if that twelve ninety nine next year add a dollar to it. Yeah. Next year after that, add a dollar mm. to it. Right. Yeah. Netflix got away with it. It
0: worked. That was and when it's they been like, working. Yes, yeah, because they were like the only one or two, right. You know that existed. But the thing is, is that's very common for other companies to
1: follow suit when something worked that made more money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, oh, we will not upset. it. It's like as long as we can justify it with more content, because we're going to be adding more content. Obviously, they're going to be continuing yeah. to come out with shows and movies and yeah. things. Um, we'll just add an extra dollar. But we're so essentially the idea is that they eat the cost now mm-hmm. get really low, uh, as low as they can on their initial subscription fee. Yeah. Get, uh, a hundred million subscribers to Disney Plus, And then it's, it's easier to raise the, like if they, if you raise the cost at the initial launch, barely anybody buys it. Yeah. But if a hundred million people buy it, and then they raise the dollar, people aren't going to go run out and cancel their subscriptions because mm. they're used to it. It's become part yeah, of their lives, yeah. right? So the idea is that you make it cheaper than you beginning. can make money off mm. of Yeah. with the intention of taking a loss so that as you raise the cost, you then make your money back in that mm. form. Or like maybe they're probably doing it at a loss, but they're probably just doing it at a significantly smaller margin with the plan to raise the price slowly Mhm to then get to their target margin yeah and that that, they've already planned
0: and that that actually might be a problem for like like all of them because if like you know it starts low and now you're you're okay with, you know paying for two or so like services if like yeah like the overlap is like you're basically filling yeah. the void in there but then once they start going up in price then you're like oh i have to pick one and then they're gonna lose you know one of them's gonna lose out on like all these subscribers but I think we're going to have a situation where people – like, we already have, like, oh, share your password type deal and, like, Netflix mm-hmm. hasn't really cracked down too, too much on it. I think it's part of the
1: culture and mm-hmm. all of the streaming services acknowledge it that it's happening. Yeah. But it's, like, if you're paying for the plan that allows five people to yeah. watch, you know, Netflix simultaneously, Yeah, I mean, at that point, you know, who cares who the five people are right. if you're still paying for the extra right, right. high-cost plan.
0: Well, like, now you're just going to get one person – Paying for Disney, one person paying for Netflix, everybody just shares, mm-hmm. you know, you share the two. Yeah, it's just gonna, yeah. I think, get worse, yeah, essentially. Absolutely, definitely.
1: You know, and, and in kind of in the note of exclusivity of like the how it kind of forces you to to buy more of them and then also the price is rising, so then you have to choose less of them. So it's kind of like these two ideas that are fighting each other, right? Mm. So on one hand, streaming platforms, they want you to buy theirs. They don't care if you're buying another one of yeah. these other platforms. Right. So, in essence, it's it's actually really fascinating when you think about it, but they're not competing. You'd think that they're competing, right? Oh, right. There's two different streaming platforms. Ooh. They have different content on them. They're competing for my money. Whichever one is better, or has better content on it, I'm going to pay for over
0: the other. Right? Well, if the price is too high, they will be.
1: Yeah, but I,
0: I kind of mean more in the yeah. idea that if you're paying for one... Then it's not going to stop you from buying another. It's not like right. cable, right? Where you're buying a, like whatever Optimum. And then like if you have Optimum, you're not going to have... There's you know, too
1: much overlap
0: for you to have Optima yeah. and Dish. Right. Because yeah, it's like 98% Optimum of yeah. the stuff
1: is going to be identical, essentially. Yeah, yeah. But with streaming platforms, especially in the direction they're going, yeah, it's going to be like one streaming platform has only these shows... And then another streaming platform has none of the shows of this other streaming platform. It has all of its own shows. Yeah. And then in reality, you're, you're not actually competing anymore. You're just you're, – I mean it's still sort of competing because obviously like if you like the shows yeah. of one over the others, you're not going to buy the ones that you don't like. Yeah. But if every streaming platform has at least one show that you really, really like, mm. you have to buy all of them. Yeah which means that even if you're only watching one show out of 150 shows, you're like rich for example, you're not going to care. Yeah, right? So even a rich person is still picking Optimum over Dish or over mm. I don't know, like Direct TV or yeah. whatever, but a rich person is just going to be like, "Oh, I guess I'll pay 150 bucks for every streaming platform." Yeah. So they're they're not competing. It's like just as you get poorer, you just have less choices, and you just hate the whole system even more because now there's all these shows that you want to watch, that you can't watch. Yeah. And now you're stuck with just Netflix or something, and you're just like rewatching Stranger Things for the fifth time, and you're like, God damn it, I really want to, I don't know, watch the new Marvel um, sure. shows on yeah. Disney Plus, but then I have to give up Stranger Things. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I mean, we might see a lot of jumping around then. I guess, 'Cause you can always like cancel it and then like make another one.
1: But they all these companies make it hard for you to cancel or yeah. they 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 try to at least I think Netflix you.
0: actually is not that bad.
1: Is it? But, I've never tried honestly, so
0: but like at that point, yeah, you if you just watch all right, just one show that you like, mm-hmm. then you like binge it for you know, within the month and then you get to just cancel it for the next like eleven months and then the next season comes out next year and you're like good to go. I think at least the market is probably going
1: to react to it by gaming it harder.
0: Yeah. So, like, they're going to see a lot of loss and a lot of um, less people on each of the. Like, Netflix will drop off, definitely. (laughs) And, like, sure, Disney uh, initially will get on board because, like, it's also a new thing. So, like, everybody's going to get it because it's also Disney. You know, we're going to have all the Marvel, like, new shows that are coming out. So, you get to see how that is. So, like, they'll get it maybe in the beginning and, like you said, with the low prices. But I think, uh, like, down the line, all of the market is just going to drop down with the streaming service.
1: I think streaming, it's like a temporary bubble almost. Because I think, like, as more companies make streaming services, the worse all of the streaming services get. And the focus is so heavily on content right now. And I I think it's... It's fascinating because it would just like we've said it. It's like cable. If you have Optimum, you have all the same channels as DirecTV or Dish, but the the reason why you picked Optimum over like or maybe even Fios or something is because it has more features it has like the big io button on the center and that was brand new and people really liked the fact that they can get to their on demand stuff really quickly you know it has this better menu or it has a better navigation system or it's it's more about like the the usability quality of of life of the consumer and making it so that navigating and finding what you want to watch is the primary goal of the companies and why they're competing and what they're competing over and now it's just competing over content and meanwhile there's still not even like features that people absolutely would love in any of these streaming services like a random button for uh, you know you, yeah. you you watching your favorite tv show like the office mm. and it's like i don't care what episode i watch i don't want to feel pressured to like pick an episode you just hit a random button and it picks a random episode
0: yeah there's a lot of i guess stagnation in in that type of stuff with these uh, streaming services because i know netflix used to have those like not that like a random button, but they had like weird shit where like, what type of movie you want to watch? Okay, and then here's like this one movie or this movie, and it was like completely random off of their list, and it's like some B tier movies, and you're like, mm-hmm. in the end, it like suggests when you're like, no, I still didn't, this didn't help me, I'm, I'm not watching it. So they just got rid of that, and then they're forcing people like whenever, whenever you like hover over like a show, oh, you're I'll trying play. to re- read, yeah, you're trying to read the description to know if you're actually gonna like it. And then it just starts playing anyway. And then you're like, no, screw that. I'm just going to go to the next thing. And you're going to just avoid it altogether. And then it like keeps you scrolling instead of watching the show. Yeah. I, I think there was a, this hilarious
1: tweet I heard about auto, um, autoplay where it's like, uh, my new favorite video game, uh, navigating Netflix without triggering autoplay. Uh, cause it, it is hard. You have to like keep moving. It's yeah. like, Oh, okay. I gotta, I gotta switch to this next episode. Uh, show so, yeah. and then switch back to the show i was on to so i can finish reading yeah. what i was reading yeah and it's like sometimes it doesn't always like play the whole thing but it'll start like playing like a some sort of trailer, trailer yeah and it's, it's like, just so loud too it's like they don't even have it be low volume yeah it straight up just blares out after like a few seconds of sitting there and you're like fuck no and you just like switch back and then go back to it and you're like oh thank
0: god yeah
1: it's and i've heard that the reason behind that is that they were trying to like reduce scrolling time. So streaming service, another really annoying thing about streaming services that started out really fun and has gotten so played is this choice thing. Yeah. Right. Cause like everyone likes, you know, the ability to choose to watch a specific episode of a show that they really like, or they really like this episode. And I think at first, you know, before you had to buy disc sets in order to do that, so, when nobody had access to the ability to just pick an episode of a show, it was nice, yeah, because then you just started by watching all the episodes you loved that you, you just hadn't seen in a while because you didn't have the ability to choose, and it just happened to not pop up on TV but then you've already watched all your favorite episodes of Futurama, yeah, right, and now you're like, okay well i, I don't I can't really pick from a, you know these fifty different episodes that I kind of equally like mm. And you're forced to choose, so this like there's an overwhelming number of choices, and there's not a specific thing that you mm-hmm. want to watch more than anything else, yeah, because that's already been played.
0: Mm-hmm. It's way easier to just not choose these things like yeah. altogether in a sense,
1: and autoplay like only I feel like made it worse because they the idea is that people were just scrolling too mm-hmm. much and spending too much time trying yeah. to pick, yeah, so their idea as a solution for that mm-hmm. was autoplay. And apparently, it went into into effect in 2016. Mm. And Can't apparently,
0: what? Never went away.
1: Never went away. <laughs> Reason being, reduced scroll time. The thing is, though, is I think it reduced scroll time in a totally different way. Because now, whenever I want to watch something on Netflix, or even just a show in general, I just look things up online first. and mm. Pick out what I want to watch yeah. online.
0: Look a lot of things now is all recommendations like mm-hmm. my friends or family it's always like watch this show watch this show so like i just know what to go into and find it and pick it that way like you almost you almost don't even start netflix
1: to look through netflix anymore because yeah. it's such a minefield it, yeah you just feel stressed scrolling through netflix it's a terrible feeling
0: yeah they you know what it is it's it, it's always been frustrating when you have some really good a-list movies and it's like comedies or like action and they just peppered in all these b and c list movies that you're just like never gonna watch so you're just scrolling and scrolling you're like mm-hmm. it's like so many options but it's also shit you're like nah nah like i'm not gonna watch this like why is this even in this like a list of things to watch like they've definitely gotten better with that but i remember it's probably just
1: like content padding a bit yeah, and yeah, to make it definitely. feel like there's
0: more there than there is yeah yeah definitely
1: but it's, you water everything down. It's like when um, Steam Steam added the, the the or they used to have the green light. Remember Steam green light? Yeah. And yeah. it's like only certain games would get onto Steam, and you had to like pass this almost like test, I guess you could call it, um, or you had to be approved by Steam in order to get onto Steam. Yeah. But then they changed it so anybody can publish a game on Steam. And now Steam is, like, flooded to the brim with incredibly low-quality, trashy games. And um, people complain about it. And and, and it's it's interesting, too, because it also makes it harder for games that are good to kind of rise to the top because there's more crap to sift through. Yeah. And you're like, well, if 90% it of lot. it's crap, why even sift through
0: it? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think that – I don't know. I just had, like, an idea about, like, helping, like, Netflix – with like picking movies because whenever you get a recommendation or like you kind of know shows you're you're scrolling through you're like <clears throat> i want to watch this show or movie but i don't even watch it right now like it looks something like something i'll watch so you add it to your list and so now you have a list of things that you are recommended by netflix by your friends or family or things that you want to watch but whenever you go and you like go through your list you like can like scroll through it forever so i think they should just come up with like a like, because it's like having 100 choices and picking one. That's, like, way harder to do than picking between two things. So I think if they, like, like, had a little, like, bracket thing where they had picked, like, two movies. Like, okay, you want to watch a movie from your list? Here's two movies. Which one would you rather watch? And then you pick that one. And then... Well, it's then a system it sh- that you had mentioned before that they yeah. used to have. But it was kind of, like, fully so recommended th- by That was Netflix. random. Yeah, that was, like, you want a comedy? You want romantic comedy? Or, like, raunchy comedy? And then it would go through, like... Six movies. So they if to fix that, they should have just made it from your list. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they had lists at that point or like cues or whatever. So now, if you have a list of things you know you you plan on watching at some point, this will get you to actually. Like, oh yeah, this was on my list, and you always get that like almost fear missing out. Where, like if I watch this movie now, I'm not watching this other movie that I also want to watch. That means I'm also not watching this other movie that I want to watch, and then you just get stuck in this whole thing of like why you know I'm gonna sit here like deciding forever. Hmm. Or if they get a ran, yeah, like a random button, but a random button on your list, on like, I want to watch a movie that I think I'm gonna like, and then you play it. That would be kind of cool if they. It's still hard though, because even if
1: like you're building that list and you're building it off of, you know, scrolling through Netflix and seeing a show and being like, oh, I don't really want to start this now, but I might want to start it in the future. And then also, you know, from friends and family and recommendations from all of them, you add things on the list. I kind of like for, for one part, if you go back to the whole idea that all this exclusivity is now existing with your friends and family, like recommending things to you, it's like, Oh, is it on Hulu? Oh, is it on Netflix? Is it on HBO? Is it on, um, prime? You know, what, what service Mm. is it on? And then there's no master list between them to help you with that. And then on top of that, there's like, if you go to just Netflix, it's not very easy to add to that list and there's not more options than to just add to one list, Mm -hmm. right? So you could almost, it would be kind of interesting if you could like, when you go up to a movie or it it could be a system where it's like, we will create a list for you, but it's Mm -hmm. a 10 minute sit sit down. We're literally just going to show you sections of like movies and television shows and like you're going to thumbs up or thumbs down things they kind of and then like we'll generate a list from your thumbs up and thumbs
0: down they do that they have recommended like recommended for you i feel
1: like whenever i'm on netflix recommended for me is actually the most useless thing on the planet yeah because first off does anyone really use all those profiles like most people just either yeah, have like one or two that or profile, three. it's profile though. It's like right. for that. But person if two, that's two different people are on one profile at any point, mm-hmm. it automatically will screw up that individual yeah. person's recommended. Right. It also
0: like play shows you stuff that you watch. I've noticed. Yeah,
1: that too. Even like YouTube does that. I've noticed that where yeah. our, like YouTube will try to get me to watch a video and they're recommended and it'll show that I've watched the entire video and I'm like why why would you make me watch something that i have very obviously watched the entirety of netflix or uh youtube random tangent youtube should have the ability to downvote
0: recommended videos to essentially tell
1: you that
0: i do not want this content in my recommended in the sidebar yeah oh i know they have it like in the recommended you can like say not interested can you yeah like i know in the app if you go to there's like Subscriptions, trending, and then, like, they, I think they call it home or – I think it's called home or something. Basically recommended. And you can, like, hit on the three dots. That's, like, your options. And you can say not interested and, in, like, not show that type of stuff.
1: Hmm. I have not noticed that. I don't actually. know if it's
0: on the desktop. I know it's on the app.
1: That Maybe that's why because I don't – I basically never watch YouTube on my phone ever. Oh, uh, I almost exclusively watch it on my phone. No, I usually just sit at my desk and watch YouTube. If I'm like in bed, I'll watch like a TV show though. But I I definitely don't watch YouTube videos. There's something like informal about YouTube videos that I I like prefer it, like at a desk. I don't know. Doesn't that make sense? Very formal. I mean it it it's so like a TV show or a movie. It's an entire thing that starts and it ends and it and it, you kind of it's all connected and it's more serious usually. Whereas like I can watch a quick five minute YouTube video and it's like, if I'm laying down in my bed and I, maybe it's just me personally. Cause I'm sure a, a huge, huge, huge amount of people watch YouTube on their phones in bed. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's actually like more than 50%. Yeah. Yeah. It's like primarily on their phones mm. in bed. Um, I don't know. I just don't feel comfortable in my bed. Like watching on a, a tablet or a phone. Right. I tend to like constantly change positions. Mm. And I'm like, oh, now this position's starting to like feel sore. Switch to this position, then switch to that position, and switch to that. Yeah, position. so just
0: that's why I like a five-minute video, just do it for five minutes and switch positions.
1: I guess. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think of it that way. I don't know.
0: Okay. Um, well, I kind of want to talk about like along with streaming, like uh, we have like the, it's sort of like the same thing with like the TV streaming services where with like uh Sling, right? Oh and yeah. All of them. Where like even like YouTube is having TV and Apple TV and all these things. And like I know that you're like we were talking like prior to this that people like cable
1: more yeah. than they think they do. Yeah. This is – okay, this is something of my specific – like that I've, I've mm-hmm. found very frustrating about these channels and these streaming. Um, and I think uh, people don't really think about it until they've, somebody points it out. Mm-hmm. But you do like cable. Everyone likes cable. Why? Because they, you liked scrolling. You like – you put yeah. it really good earlier. You mentioned how it was like a, um, like a bracket almost mm-hmm. in and of itself yeah. just like – Okay,
0: yeah. So yeah. like if um, – like when you turn the TV on and you have like the news comes on like the basic channel or whatever it is and you start scrolling up on, on your cable box and you see like a movie or show you want. You're like, oh, I like that. You're going to pick that and you're like, that's better. And then you're gonna like, oh, it's good, but like, let me keep looking, see if there's anything else on. You're basically choosing between two choices each time. So it's not like you're looking through the whole list of shows. You're like, all right, I'm on this one right now. I'm comparing it to the next show that I see. Do I want to watch that one or this one? And then you're gonna be picking between the two choices. So like, it takes that like hundreds of channels that you, you you have, and it boils it down to two choices by just seeing one channel at a time.
1: Right, because it's almost like a, it's like you said, it's like a bracket where. You start at Channel 1, you go to Channel 2, you're like, oh, you know, mm. CBS, mm. Uh, uh, Big Bang Theory on. I like Big Bang Theory. Click on that because mm. it's better than being on Channel 1, which is like some, yeah. I don't know, uh, some romantic comedy. Who yeah, knows? Soap opera. Yeah. Uh, soap opera, yeah. Uh, and then you keep scrolling up and then you hit like, um, I don't know, Channel – like. 15 mm-hmm. or what I think there was like a channel in the teens that had like Family Guy on it or something. You're like, "Oh, 11, I like Family
0: Guy." 911 something like that. Okay.
1: Yeah, so then you click on that and you're like, "I like that better mm-hmm. than I like um Big Bang Theory." Right. And you keep going up, you hit Cartoon Network and it's uh like King of the Hill or yeah. some I don't know, like some weird adult, adult swim. swim and yeah. you're like, "I just love Adult Swim." So I like that more. Yeah. And it's like as you go, you may Think like, oh, you know what? Actually, I do want to go back and watch this other show that I hit. But you, you kind of look through it, and there's only maybe five or mm-hmm. six channels that yeah. you would actually be okay with
0: yeah. sitting on. Yeah.
1: And then it's between those like five or six channels that you then um, pick which one you want the best of versus yeah. like on a streaming service. Where there's probably like 50 shows mm-hmm. that you that you enjoy right. and wouldn't mind watching.
0: Right. And you're also the, the other thing with the streaming services is like, you're not gonna miss out on that show. Mm-hmm. That's gonna still be there if you pick this other show. So you're like you don't know which one to pick. But if like King of the Hills on, and you're on that, or like you go to pick the other one, you're like, oh King of the Hills is gonna end. Let me just watch it while it's still on. Right. You're gonna you. It's like a time, it's like time sensitive. Versus, like, going on Netflix. And then people also – I everyone loves catching something on TV.
1: I, maybe, mm-hmm. like, it's something that's it's disappearing, but if you ever scroll past, like, a movie that you really love and you're like, oh, man, I love this movie even though I've seen it 20 times, yeah. I'll still stop on it on TV. Right. But now when everyone's moving over to streams – then when you're looking at all these options for movies and, oh, there's that movie that you've seen 20 times that you love. is mm-hmm. at the top of your list, one of your favorite yeah. movies of all time. All of a sudden, you will never watch that movie. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, because you've already seen it. And mm-hmm. there's all these other options and all these other shows
0: that you haven't seen, all these other mm-hmm. movies you haven't seen. Why would it be weird to pick this movie that you've already yeah. seen? Yeah, you're like, why am I – Picking this streaming site if I'm going to just watch this one thing over and over again. basically.
1: Right. You might as well just buy that one movie if you're going to watch it over and over. But the thing with TV is that you will watch it 30 times in in like the course of a year if you just always catch it like oh 10 minutes in oh half hour in an hour in and and, and it's like you're not even really upset when you catch it an hour in because then you're like oh cool it's like this really cool climax mm-hmm. part I love this part or you 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 don't there's not this Feeling of like stress with TV. It's very relaxed. It's very go with the flow. You can put TV on in the background and walk away, and the next show will pop up, and the next show after that. You don't really have to focus on it. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about picking the next Mm -hmm. episode every time one episode finishes. You're watching South Park. Every time it finishes, you're like, should I just go in order or should I pick another random one? I prefer random, but I've got to, I guess I can go in order because that's easier. Yeah. And it's – then everyone ends up – you end up watching it always in the same orders, and then you get tired of the orders, and then you're like, okay, well, now I have to, like, close my eyes and, like, scroll up and down until I'm like, okay, that's – yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah. And you click on that, and then you just close your eyes, and you scroll through the episodes, and you're like, okay, there. and mm. It's –
0: Yeah. It's so much more relaxing. TV has always been relaxing. Yeah, like, even with the – internet TVs they don't have that scrolling either they ha- they made it more like a Netflix where you have to go back to the different channels that are that are playing on the on the internet TV
1: yeah mm. they it, it's basically just streaming service where the, instead of it being movies and shows to pick from it's channels to pick yeah, from yeah yeah but like i i had to try out or i actually i did try out um, view and slang and I I've, I did not find myself enjoying enjoying them. If I was like owning my own house, I didn't have cable, and I had to pick, I wouldn't pay for cable personally. Um, but I also don't think I would pay for any of these channel services. I thought I was going to like a couple months ago before I had tried them out. Yeah. But once I tried them out, I realized that they're very – the navigation of them is wonky. Like you can – I remember I was able to go into a show and then through the show go into other shows off of that show. And then it would work differently if I did that than if I backed out of a show and then searched from that menu for a show. (laughs) So there would be a menu through the show and a menu not through the show. I think it was sling or it it might have been – it was either view or sling. And essentially it was, it was very – I found myself getting very confused because then like the, the controls would change mm-hmm. depending on how you got to the show. Weird. Yeah. Like I, I, I think it might – I think it was Sling. I'm not well, sure. It might be Vue. It might just be View actually though. It
0: weird things. But I
1: remember doing all this research and was trying to pick which one was yeah. the highest rated and had the best yeah. um, channel options. And hmm. I also found myself every time missing a channel that I wanted. So it was like one of them didn't like yeah, include Comedy Central and I was like, "What?" Yeah. It's, and it's like, "Why would I ever want to pay for not not having Comedy Central?"
0: Yeah. You're like missing that just one. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sucks.
1: So it's it's not really enjoyable either. And and they they don't allow you to scroll, but you can see like the the um I guess what is it called, the the programming Yeah, the, the guy, the guide. Yeah. But then it's like on cable, when you were looking at a guide, you can like still – I guess that's the only way to scroll in in the view. I I think it was PlayStation View. Okay. The only way to sort of in in their version of scroll was you had to access the guide and then like go up and down the guide and then hit enter. And then there would be like the small little TV in like the top right or whatever would change as you go through. Yeah. But like that would be the only place to do it. Okay. But then I don't think you could access the guide depending on the way that you got to the, the episode based off of what I was saying oh earlier. Oh gosh. And, it, and it, I don't know why they're so complicated. Couldn't they just make it just literally cable? I don't know. Why can't my up on – oh, this is one thing that's really interesting actually. And the reason why I think a lot of these things aren't as good as they could be is because there's no um, universal controller design. Oh. Uh, so going up and down, like one controller could have like five to 10 more buttons than another yeah. one. So like the lowest end Roku has less buttons than the uh, highest end Roku or yeah. whatever. Um, Or like different, like if you're using a Roku versus like a Chromecast or versus a, yeah, yeah. they have different buttons and different layouts of buttons. Hmm. So it, it's, I mean, it still comes down to,
0: to the service because, um, If, like, it's on Chrome, I feel like you should have some sort of app or something like that to, like, kind of coincide with it to be, like, all right, because, like, I don't know, for YouTube, for example, right? You can just cast your show there, like, your your video you're watching on YouTube Mm -hmm. to the Chromecast. You can just scroll through all the stuff that's on there. Why can't you just, like, do that with, like, TV if it's, like, Sling or something like that, and it's, like, on the guide is on your phone. You just tap it, and then you go to the next. And just would cast...
1: Honestly, I think the only reason why these... I'll call them cable replacement services.
0: Okay. Um Internet TV. That's yeah, Internet TV, it.
1: but it whatever... They're, they're trying yeah. to replace cable, so... Yeah. I want to call them that just because I feel like it's a broader stroke yeah, yeah. specific okay. to... Yeah, it's like, like not Netflix. So, Netflix isn't trying to... Replace TV. It's, it's, cable. it's not trying to. It's not trying to. I know, yeah. so
0: the ones that are trying to are Internet TV.
1: Yeah, so... The, the idea behind them, I think, was that because that we exist in this, in this time where people are crowding towards um, and flocking towards streaming services, that there's this belief that cable is dead. And it's dead. It's not, dying. It's dying in the form of like number of people subscribed to cable yeah. and are paying for cable or monthly bills for cable okay. is going down. But I don't think that demand for cable-like services is going down. But they misinterpreted the market and they were like, people want something that's more like a streaming service and less like cable. So how do we make cable more like a streaming service? I, I don't – But it really should have been how do we make a streaming service more like cable? Yeah. So they did it backwards. They they actually made it so that instead of just scrolling through channels, you actually pick – pictures of channels and I, what might be on them
0: i don't necessarily like agree because i think the market said that we don't need to pay for our triple play internet phone tv shit we just need to pay for internet and then we can get everything on there yeah because like we have our cell phones we don't need the landlines we if we have internet we that's like the only thing we need to buy because then we can get our tv on the internet and that's all mm, we need even to buy. phones are
1: basically on the internet right you too.
0: can still basically do it through there but like That's my point is that I think it was more like screw cable services. That's why they're dropping off. And yeah, we're still trying to find a replacement for cable like services, but that's why Sling came around. Fubo, I think is the other one. I think I agree
1: with you in that like cable is dying because a, it was too expensive, unnecessary in terms of being a separate from the internet in terms of like cost, which is also related to being expensive. Yeah. Um, most of stuff on t v you don't actually watch you usually only watch like ten percent, but then you could also argue you you've only really watched like five percent of a streaming service too, so you just think that you're because you have the illusion of choice um you're you think that you're accessing more content, you're really not uh so you feel like you're accessing more. So I guess that's, that's one thing. The reason why uh, people don't like TV because they're like, well, why would I pay for um, NFL? If I'm not even watching, you know, why am I paying for yeah. well, this or that? Or like these news services. Um, So like a la carte TV has gotten more popular because you can spend less money and get only what you want. And that's kind of like the gimmick behind it. And I think that that cable is, should die and is going to die. But the psychological elements of cable, like mm-hmm. randomization, um the ability to quickly uh, scroll through and pick amongst limited choices based off of time um, and then also, you know the idea of like premiere starting at the same time as everyone else, will mm-hmm. generally enjoy that more. yeah uh, there's also the kind of like element of catching something on TV is more enjoyable. Like you're yeah. more likely to watch something. Either an episode that you don't love of a show that you do love yeah, or watching like a, a movie halfway through or, or a movie that you, like you only somewhat like or like you said before, watching a movie that we love mm. over and over and over again. yeah. So like there's all these elements of cable that make it really enjoyable, but because it's expensive, because there's excess, because it's part of an old system mm. that no longer really works, we're killing it. But these big companies are misinterpreting the information, yeah. they're seeing it as people fundamentally don't like the designs of cable,
0: the okay. randomization,
1: the ability to scroll through channels and all this mm-hmm. stuff they're They're thinking that because everyone's moving towards streaming platforms, that people prefer this choice, yeah. like bombardment yeah. of of streaming, so even the streaming um t v you know, internet TV providers still have a bombardment of choice problem and also have like really awkward uh Interface. uh navigational yeah. um UIs and yeah. UXs yeah because they're trying to like package cable in a streaming mm-hmm. service box. Yeah. And they don't match in any way. So that's
0: yeah. Very worst part about the internet TV things. Is there still commercials? Yeah, that too. But no. I, I don't really mind commercials. I'm just saying, like, if I'm paying for the service, I'm already paying for your shit. Don't advertise. You're also me paying shit. for cable. I know that, but I'm just saying, like, now it's like. I think it's like a better
1: economic system when there's more than just the the um, provider of content and the receiver of content, mm-hmm. because if. These, you know, for example, if a show performs better, one show performs better than another show, that show will make more money in the form of the advertisers having to spend more, yeah, because that show is going to have more people watching it, yeah. And then like, I mean, it, it's a, it's just a system that seems to have worked very well, and I think that if you like made it so that mm. you're, you're almost taking a monetary system away from the company. Who's Mm. providing the content? Yeah, yeah. And then you're also taking a medium through which
0: to advertise away from other companies. I guess like that's why who has like the tiers, right? If you pay Mm. enough, you don't get ads, right? Yeah, I think that's
1: something that should be an option. Is like a a higher tier. But okay, I can I I can agree with that. I definitely never minded them Mm. that much.
0: Yeah, I think the solution to this is Netflix TV, where they just put on. What they have in what Netflix has on in its database mm-hmm. on like different like few different channels and just has it like going like a comedies channel and yeah. you just play it so you can go catch it whenever and you are just like I don't really care what's on I'm gonna watch something and I'm gonna like it probably
1: if Netflix had the ability for me to like just go on to Netflix pick a genre mm-hmm. pick movie versus television show or whatever, or like, like you said, like have 10 different channels. Yeah. You know, one of them is a comedy channel. One of them is like cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's like some kids focused ones. There's some adult focused ones. Yeah. There's like horror related ones or, yeah. or one becomes a horror related one yeah. in Halloween. Yeah. yeah. And then it, like, they have their own shows and everything. Like I would just put those on. I would yeah. be like, yeah, sure. I'll put on Netflix yeah. and I'll just put on one of the channels and it'll just be like TV and I'll I won't have this feeling of having to choose. Mm-hmm. You know, cuz I think that we we actually don't care that much about what's on TV that much or even what's on our streaming services. But by giving ourselves so much choice, we hold ourselves to like a higher standard yeah. of choice. Yeah. But in reality, like if South Park is on and like Family Guy is on and it's just some random episode, you're really not going to like be angry that yeah, your favorite episode isn't on
0: right yeah, now. Yeah. You're not going to judge yourself like, "Oh, you're watching this." Like you picked this.
1: Right. But if you're like picking, it's like, "Oh, I'm not going to pick the episode that I don't really want to watch." Yeah. But if it's on TV, it's like it's more about the show. Yeah. So I think it, actually that's a good way of looking at it. With streaming services, it, it's become more about the episode and less about the show. Right. So like on TV, if I land on a show I like, uh, regardless of the episode, I'll leave it on. Yeah. But with streaming services, I'll never watch the episodes of shows that I didn't really like that much. Yeah. Unless I'm doing like the binge, but usually yeah, you don't re- binge a re-watch. show unless
0: you've never watched it. Well, before. I mean, people rewatch like The Office over and over and over. <laughs> it's only yeah. people who actually
1: really like every single episode though. So like the the larger the percentage of episodes that you don't like yeah. versus the percentage that you do like. The worst yeah, it gets, I yeah, think. Yeah. Which is why Office is probably the most streamed yeah. show ever, is because people just like every episode. Yeah. But yeah. like if I'm watching Fam- or Futurama, you know, I-, I do actually do the random thing now mm-hmm. because I just don't want to pick. But if I was forced to pick, I would be like picking always my favorite episodes. Yeah. And I would never pick my least favorite episodes. But then I'll end up like, kind of not liking the fact that I haven't seen these episodes in a while or it's it's so complicated it's all psychology and it's all about how we interact with entertainment media and Mm. and none I feel like none of these streaming channels have like a like a a a psychologist on their on their teams like explaining to people uh, about overwhelming choice Mm. it's like anybody the thing is is the people who make video games would also be really good at making like streaming services and things like that because they understand the – like choice choice yeah. overwhelming. Like yeah. I forget what the word is, the exact phrase is because it's like yeah. a psychology term for it. But being overwhelmed by choice is something that anybody who designs video games knows yeah. and builds into their systems because video games will make money or not make money off of how enjoyable of an experience they are. And so there's, like, a higher demand on video games to, like, have a, a higher level of, of uh, I guess, like, quality of life and of ease of access and things like that. And then streaming platforms, like, right now, they're, they're carrying themselves entirely on content and not at all on quality of service. And that's why, that's why there's a bubble at all. Yeah. And the bubble will burst because it, it as more and more streaming platforms pop up, the less interesting they all get hmm. and then people are just going to be like start canceling yeah. you know this one or that yeah, one and just exactly. like sticking with i don't even know like are we going to just buy them all like
0: or are we going to boycott it? are we going to share, boycott all? It? All or we we share just, it pirating you just need enough friends as as many streaming services there are you each pay for one of them and then you share your accounts
1: yeah, because I guess at the same time as, like, the more you buy, the less you use each one, mm-hmm. and the less you use each one, the less you tax each one. So, like, for example, yeah. if you if you have, like, a Netflix uh, subscription that's, like, up to five people can watch it once yeah. in your house. Um, What that really means is, you know, up to 20 of your friends can have access to this account because most likely there won't be at least five of them all watching something at the exact same time because there's, like, six different platforms, and... You know, five of them are watching Hulu, five of them are watching yeah. um, HBO, five of them are watching Prime, and five of them are watching Netflix. Yeah. So all you really need to do is have four friends with all the – like with each, each one. Yeah. one of each. And, yeah, I think I think we're just going to see more of that, I guess. We're going to see the market just try to game I wonder if streaming services harder.
0: I don't think we'll really get it, but it would be interesting to see if we there's an increase in, like, pirating yet again. Because, like, you know how the threat with, um, like, video game exclusivity with mm-hmm. Epic that people are going to pirate, uh, like, Borderlands and other things like torrenting? I wonder if that becomes a thing with the streaming services. And I think with – because, like, obviously over time the internet, it will just get easier to do that and more people can do it. Even though, like, it kind of got cracked down, but I don't know. So I think the fundamental difference
1: that might change how people like act towards video games in the context of exclusivity versus Mm -hmm. streaming in the context of exclusivity is that like if in video games you're still spending usually some upfront amount of money for a game, right? Mm -hmm. There's not really free to play games that are exclusives to certain platforms. There's some, but they're usually just like owned by those companies. So like, yeah, you know, uh, what's a good example of a free game? Fortnite. Um, for, yeah, I guess like Fortnite on 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 uh on Epic Game Stores is, is a good example. Uh, it should only be on Epic Game Store because it's like an Epic mm. game, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but like most of the games that people talk about pirating are games that aren't free. Yeah. They're games that have an upfront cost. Yeah. So, with streaming, I can just go to my friend and be like hey dude i really want to yeah, watch this one thing on hulu to do
0: that.
1: just give yeah. me like go ahead and sign in and then i can get your shows um but i can't go up to my friend and say hey can i sign into your steam account and you know download the game and then yeah. like make it so you can't play while i'm playing because yeah. um, only one person can be on a steam account at
0: a time they'll so just make it so only one person can go on netflix or you they're gonna pay like a be lot of strict. money oh no, you should just make the prices for more than one account like so, if you have you're paying a price for only one, like account, like view at the time, then you pay more for two, and then more for three. So then they can basically crack crack down more, where like you're paying less, so if they lose out. They're gonna and they see more people are like, like there's an increase in usage per account, and yet they're losing accounts. Then they're, they they kind of know that uh, people are sharing more. Yeah, I actually.
1: Now that you mention it, I kind of started thinking about like how this whole thing's gonna play out, right? Because right now it's a downslope, yeah. Meaning that like every one of them is getting worse, and they're all still really expensive. Mm. So as I think people spread out and start to um, realize that they can't afford five different streaming platforms along with their like internet TV and shit, like they're gonna start picking and choosing. Yeah. But then they're still gonna want to watch the shows that are on those services that sound cool or recommended by friends or family or whatever. Um, so they may start to can, like increase the amount of sharing um, that, that already currently while also canceling. And like you said, they're going to notice that. So if these companies notice it, they can do a few things. They can go the hard route of like, like kind of putting their foot down on it and being like, well now we're going to trace the IPs of like all yeah. the people using it. And if you, um are sharing this out with people we're gonna like you know uh uh in some way punish you or something yeah. i don't know but then they also lose subscribers they so i guess they can't you. really yeah. hardline it yeah i don't know like how they how they would really enforce something I like mean, they that
0: just do so like here's an example it's very basic google play music it's ten dollars a month for google play music you only use it on at one one account at one device so if i'm listening on my phone i can't go play on my computer at the same time. Mm-hmm. But there's a family plan that's up to five devices. That's like $20 or I don't know what it is. It's like more money. Yeah. So like then you can have more devices. So all I'm saying is I think it'll break down into like more specific than just one and then five, or you know, for example.
1: Right. I guess what they could do is they could actually be like, hey, we realize that people are oversharing accounts. So we're actually going to make it so that, um, even though you were paying for the Family of Five plan, mm-hmm. well, now it's the same cost for a Family of Two plan because we don't think that all mm-hmm. five members of your family are going to be watching Netflix at the same time because you're also watching Hulu, you're also watching Prime, you're also mm-hmm. watching HBO Go. Um, And I think that's the direction. If they go down that direction, it's going to really damage the streaming industry because what it's going to do is it's just going to... it it's. It's basically lowering the value of what you're paying for, hmm. but then not lowering the price. And then people will be like, fuck you. Yeah. And I think that'll like, be even worse. But if the other option that they go is reducing the price and reducing how many people are on it, we may find that like everybody does own them all. Yeah. It's just at a way lower cost. Uh-huh. So that they keep their subscriptions high, uh-huh. but everybody has them all. And then somebody is going to be like, well, what's the point in having all of these? Like if Mm -hmm. everybody has all of the subscription services, Mm -hmm. like shouldn't we just have like one subscription service that encompasses them all? So I hope that's the direction that they're going to go because I think as more of them kind of split up, we're going to see that like issue of picking and like, you know, gaming the system, Mm -hmm. sharing more. And it's like they have to react to it Mm -hmm. in a way that's going to like not kill their own businesses so it's really up to the streaming companies because we do want streaming we just the more of them that exists if the prices don't drop then it's just like gouging yeah absolutely might as well be cable
0: all you gotta do is uh, make a new email address and then get a week or a month oh, trial yeah. <laughs> and then make a new email address and you get another mm-hmm. trial and just continually do that or like uh cancel
1: your subscription mm-hmm. when your like oh, a yeah. new show is not out and then like resubscribe to yeah, netflix I mean, for can, like a month right. watch shows then unsubscribe hey right. yeah,
0: you backlog you'd be like okay at this show this show this show i can plan out for this next month i'm gonna pay for it i'm gonna mm-hmm. watch all the shows i'm gonna cancel it then you would <laughs> then you do this for the other services I think it's just,
1: yeah, it's, it's, it's going to get really annoying and then people are going to respond and then they're, they're going to have to change their entire system because it's, it's unsustainable. Yeah. It's completely and totally unsustainable to be basing the entirety of the market of streaming off of exclusivity and content. It would be, it would be like, it would be the equivalent of like uh, in gaming because it never existed in gaming, thank mm. God. Um, there's a version of it in these forms of like exclusivity, like Microsoft and, and PlayStation, and um, the only company that's actually doing anything that's related to what streaming service does is actually Epic. Mm. But like th- at least with with Sony or uh, with Microsoft. Microsoft, they own those companies, mm. they pay for the publishing of those com- of those uh, games. games, right? They are internally invested. And it's like, yes, of course, like a Netflix show should never be on Hulu. Prime yeah, or Hulu. Yeah. But like The Office, right. which is not created by Hulu, it was not created by Netflix, it was not created by um Disney, it was not created by any of these companies. And it's just like a it was just what was it like CBS or what I what channel know. even is it?
0: I'm not sure.
1: Um whatever channel that is, like 100%. When you have that be exclusive, it's just annoying. Yeah. Uh and it would be like uh it would be like Call of Duty being exclusive to Sony or PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It's like no, no one wants that to be exclusive. Yeah. Like that's that's not the type of game. It's like if you want to make your own game, if you want to purchase Activision, right? Then yeah, sure, that can be your exclusive. But there shouldn't be like licensing exclusives. Yeah. And that's where what Epic is doing and it's why everyone fucking hates Epic mm. because it would be like imagining a version where you have – a version of gaming reality where there's ten different launchers and all ten launchers have completely different sets of games. Yeah, And you have to constantly switch between the launchers in order to launch different games. And you have different achievements, friends yeah. lists, um, you know, everything – is different across all ten platforms. That would be infuriating. Oh yeah. At least like yeah, if you if you at least if you purchased an Xbox, you would only be playing Xbox exclusives and then all the rest of the in-between games that are on all platforms. Right. But you're not gonna buy like an Xbox and a PlayStation like you're gonna if you have an Xbox and a PlayStation, one of them is gonna be your in between games plus your exclusives, yeah. and then the other one will be your exclusively exclusive yeah. console. Yeah. Whichever one you like the UI better, or you know, because that's your the thing. Your friends more. On yeah. A... The friends list, or like the design of mm. of like just the entire usability of the mm. of the platform, yeah. or like um whether or not it's backwards compatible, mm. or whether or not it has um. What are some like like games pass for example yeah. on like Microsoft or mm. uh you, you could watch your TV for example, through Xbox mm. um you know so the Xbox and Sony were constantly fighting over features mm. of their platforms, not over well and the quality of their games, but yeah. not just
0: one and their con even some content if they like they fought far exclusive exclusive right. So they're like they're
1: they're making good exclusives but then they're also improving their platforms and yeah. the you know quality of life of using them whereas like because they're only the only exclusives they have are the companies that they own so they yeah. can't have like 1000 exclusive games yeah. like Netflix can have. Um so they only have like 10 exclusive games mm. that they have to keep track of and make really good. And then for all the rest of the games in order to get you to use your their platform over other people's is through usability. So like that's where the streaming streaming needs to go is where it's like, yeah, they should be making great, uh, unique content Mm -hmm. that they own. But then all the stuff that's in between is on all platforms and they're competing Mm -hmm. over the quality of their platforms and how it delivers content, not the content itself beyond exclusives. In the form of like the companies and and um that they own like the the hmm. actual like intellectual
0: property that they own. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was a bit of a rant. Just a little bit. I mean, it kind of makes sense. It's just when you have movies and uh, shows that were like previously made that like get bought up, or like those like the creators of the show like, all right, let me like let me just. If you could sell out to, like, one of the, like, four, why wouldn't you do that, I guess? Like, do you, you can't really blame the services. You can only blame, like, the creators.
1: Well, I think when... I mean, if you think like about if, it this way, right? Was so, like the
0: office, right? I make
1: a TV show. Yeah. In the, in the video game world, if I make a video game, I can put it on Steam. Yeah. I can put it on, you know, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. I can put it on Xbox, PlayStation... It on um, even Sw- uh, the Switch now. Yeah. Switch has like much better mm-hmm. indie game support yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. So I can put it on all these platforms and make money from the entire market versus yeah. only one sector of the market. Yeah. Right. So I, but I could also, if you know, let's say Sony walks up to me and says, we'll give your development company a million dollars and we'll pay for all of your marketing, we'll make your game better. Mm-hmm but you'll only be on ours. Then it's like for the developer, it's like, okay, well I have to now decide, will I make more money independently marketing myself and being on all these different platforms? Or will I make more money and have less risk by taking this paycheck, Hmm. being absorbed into this other company and then having like essentially permanently having a job, and um, always having funds for the next game. And there's like a sense of security in that. Mm. And then also they'll cover the marketing. So the game may still do very well and make a lot of money. So you, since you're yeah. earning
0: a percentage of it. I think that like game – I think in this situation like a show is different. Because on these streaming services, you're not buying like, the show on each right. of the different services. You're paying for the service and then the show is only different. when the show is like played – they get paid through because that shows that that show brought those people into that streaming service.
1: But it's still the same idea in that, like with a game you get paid by having like an upfront purchase, but with a show, right? So let's say I'm, I'm the owner of the office. Yeah. I own the intellectual property of the office. I can choose. Okay. Netflix wants my licensing in my contract with Netflix. They want exclusivity to my licensing. Yeah and they're willing to pay $10 million. Yeah. And I've gone around to all these other streaming services, and Netflix will pay the most for exclusive, mm. uh, the exclusivity of my intellectual property for yeah. licensing. Or, right, because I'm, no. I'm only going to pit Netflix if I'm picking yeah. amongst them, and it's say, right. like, like that's, that's $10 million, and right. Hulu's like $8 million, okay. and sure. Prime's like 5 or whatever. Yeah. And then the other option is that I can make it access, accessible to all platforms, Yeah. And I'll make less per watch or I'll like not mm. earn as much. But because I'm on all platforms, more people will watch me or more people have the ability to or have mm. the ability to access my show yeah. to watch me.
0: Yeah.
1: But Then again, I guess if everyone owns all the streaming platforms, then that doesn't really matter anymore. Right. Yeah. So it's it's it, they, they should be functioning similarly, but they're not. Yeah. That's the weird thing. Yeah. And that video games, because it came out more naturally, I think, they they know what they're supposed to do and Epic's trying to like move towards like Netflix style. <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, fuck you. We're yeah. not doing Netflix style yeah. in video games, where like EA starts buying licensing of everybody. Next thing you know, Ubisoft's buying licensing, Epic's buying licensing, Steam starts buying licensing, and now all of a sudden they have like, you know, Microsoft Games Pass versions yeah. on like all these oh, other yeah, things yeah. and God, that would be awful that would suck yeah. so i I'd much rather just pay for the one game I want and be able to play it on any platform i want yeah than than the other way around um but yeah i think I think we've pretty much covered, covered yeah any other gripes I feel like there's there's a lot of things to be frustrated with streaming it yeah. the glamour of it has has totally worn, worn off. off
0: yeah 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 like it's just when it's just like even like now it feels like when like you used to watch like tv it'd be like oh everybody's like kind of watching this like everybody kind of knows about these shows but then like when netflix like yeah you know the show but like it feels exclusive like like you're part of a club like nobody's really talking about these things it's just like you go and watch your own thing and do your own thing Mm -hmm. it becomes less of like a
1: yeah, and there's like Social a quantity activity. over quality aspect. Mm. And it's like when you watch a new Netflix show, is it going to get canceled in, in two seasons? Like is it just not going to make enough viewership so they're just going to yeah. cancel it outright? Um, I like HBO and the way that they do it simply because it's like only really high-quality, well-made TV shows. There's not a hundred of them. Mm. And they are on TV and live. And on streaming like normal, like so you can choose to watch them or you can catch them on TV. Yeah. So it's like HBO has like met in the middle between streaming and traditional television. And it's also sticking with like quality over quantity. And Netflix is just like greenlighting every show that is remotely sounds good so that they can like on some headline announce like A hundred new shows coming to Mm. Netflix 2020. Like, buy Netflix because we'll have more shows than any other streaming platforms. 300 new shows 2021. 600 new shows 2022. It's like, is that all you guys can do? It's like you're Todd Howard. The map is 10 times as big as Fallout 4 yeah like okay that's gonna make the game better somehow great like more tv shows is gonna make you better no it's not it's just gonna make it more difficult to navigate your already terribly designed platform stop (laughs) no one wants more shows okay great i'm done okay um but i think that about wraps it up Uh, and what do you what do you guys think about streaming services I don't think anyone really loves them anymore. I think like two years ago, three years ago, four mm. years ago, you ask anybody and they're like, oh, I love Netflix. Yeah. And now it's just like, you don't even know anymore. <laughs> okay. Like almost everyone
0: has it. And it's just like normal.
1: Yeah. It's like become TV, but yeah. then it's also just not as fun as TV. No. It's just stressful to use. Yeah. yeah. It's like now you just like look up TV shows online and then it's like, okay, it's on Netflix. Quickly, you just go on. Find mm-hmm. it on there. You don't have to yeah. like search through Netflix. Yeah. Now that's why they're, that's why there's, there's, uh, a search time is going down. It's because people aren't even starting their app. They have to pick a show before they even go into it. Stupid. At least like Roku, like if you use Roku, yeah. It will like tell you what streaming platform it's on. You can mm-hmm. like just search for yeah. like a show and yeah. it'll like show everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the closest thing to like a universal, but you then you have to own all the platforms. And switch between them constantly. Yeah. Imagine, like, every time you wanted to play a new video game, you had to unplug your Xbox, plug in a PlayStation, start it up, and...
0: Yeah. I mean, you just have a... No, you should have an HDMI splitter. I mean, you can only switch. have it to, like, four. Okay, you only have fucking four platforms. There's way more than four platforms for streaming. I oh got four video games. Or... I'm, just, I'm saying,
1: like, if you were to look at it within the lens of television... I know. Because you, like, you do have to get out, you have to go in, there's like a load, and then you have to like, pick the profile, and then you're on the main screen, and you have to... Do, like, Yeah, sure, maybe it's like, only... Not if you're
0: th- searching it, wherever it shows up, you just click and it loads into this, to the thing, doesn't it?
1: Right, but like, if you want to switch to a different show after watching one show, you do have to like, go all the way back to out the to home. the main menu, and then... I guess the it's not... Button. Maybe, maybe that, that one's a bit much of a, a stretch and annoyance, but you still have to pay for them all um yes (laughs) but yeah let us know what you guys think about streaming services and whether or not you think it's gonna pop or like if you think we're completely off the mark (laughs) yeah and like that streaming is amazing and that you have no problems with anything that they do let us know what you guys think yeah
0: as always thank you for listening and following check us out every thursday on youtube
1: spotify apple and google podcasts anywhere podcasts are available
0: you can find us on Instagram at Unstoppable Force Podcast and Twitter at UForcePod for news and updates. We'll see you guys next week. And, and until, until then, then stay the unstoppable. unstoppable.